welcome back to another episode of Caffeinated CX, where we talk about CX and stuff all in a hyper-caffeinated state. I'm David, your host. Before I begin this amazing episode of amazingness, we, me, us, I, are going to ask you to review, rate, and share this show. Because, ladies and gentlemen, guys and gals, boys and girls, squirrels and lemurs, ghosts and ghouls, and everyone in between, we want this podcast, this show, to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And feel free to share it to whoever, no matter what position or title or personality they may have. So, anyone from the CSR or a retail clerk all the way up to C-level and beyond. Share it. Let them see what it is. Yeah. The only advertising we really do for this show is posting it on LinkedIn. And yeah, that's about it. So, you know, do that subscribe thing. Do that share thing. Do that ratings and review thing. Yeah. So, and we do it all on Anchor. So, there we go. There we go. Let's get started. Today, for my hypercaffeination, um, I have a cup of Target K-cup with a Target Nespresso shot with no, that, that's it. That's all that's in the cup. Um, nothing else. So, here we go. So, I might not be poor, but I am cheap. Take that as you will. Today, we're going to be talking about, once again, AI, artificial intelligence. And we're going to talk about the best uses of AI, because... Contrary to popular belief or popular perception, I don't hate it. I don't. I think it's really neat. I just think that is being misused right now, the term and the products. And that would be cool to stop if people would stop doing that. Seems like every single company now has dot AI in their name and only a few of them really actually have actual AI. The rest, they put .ai at the end of their company name because it sells in funding rounds, I guess. I don't know. Or it makes people like, yeah, this is AI. No, dude, that's a chatbot. That's a chatbot. Sorry. Not quite the same thing. Not quite the same thing at all. So. Why are we going to talk about AI? Because I want to. You think there was another reason? No. So, <clears throat> AI, a little bit of coffee for that cough. AI can be a great thing. AI can be a wonderful thing when it's used, utilized correctly. How do you utilize it correctly? Well, 
Let's go back in time and let's discuss that Google video again, the one that came out in 2017, 2018-ish. Um, the one where they call the restaurant and the, the person who picks up the phone, the, the human picks up the phone, and doesn't know they're talking to a robot. They don't know they're talking to an AI. Well, well, I hated that video so much. But everyone else seemed to love it. Everyone else was like, yeah, yeah, we don't even need people calling people. We don't even need human beings anymore. We can just do this. It was just like, hmm, yeah, okay, all right. Not quite what I got out of this, but uh, you do you, dude. So, and that technology that Google advertised in that video doesn't exist for commercial use. It probably exists for like, shadow organizations in the government or you know scammers something like that because you know they're usually higher in technology than most people um but for normal commercial use that doesn't exist um and then a lot of people are trying to replace or their their goal is to replace human beings from customer service roles or answering phones or you know the quote-unquote freeing CSRs or call center agents up to deal with more intensive calls, stuff like that. And there is some merit to that, right? You want your CSRs focusing on calls they can actually help customers with and not just, uh, you know, doing menial tasks that's going to burn them out and make them hate their job. So that's where we are. But AI used correctly looks like this. It is agent assisting. It is not agent replacing. It is assisting the agent with the calls or with the chats or with whatever it is. It's there to assist the agent. So, period. And if you work in an industry much like the trades, um, people are calling in to the call centers in a panic mode. We're gonna take plumbing for example here because that's what I'm most familiar with. Here's the thing, plumbing, when it goes bad, is a stressful situation because unlike a car where you have scheduled maintenance and you get an oil change every so often, like you should, plumbing, you don't really think about it until your toilet doesn't flush or whatever. So. When you call in, you're already in a little bit of a stressed out state because something's smelly in the bathroom and uh, or sewage is coming up into your kid's bathtub or your yard is flooding with toilet paper and gray water, stuff like that. So you're not really, you know, in the best of moods. And if you call somewhere and you get a space alien robot voice, well, that's not going to do much for you. And that goes into like psychology. When you're stressed out, when you're in panic mode, <clears throat> you want to speak with a human being. So, and that's just the way it is. Scheduled maintenances or, you know, the people that actually take the time to schedule maintenance on their plumbing or their HVAC unit, stuff like that. It's a little bit more rare. It does happen and AI would be great for that just to set the appointment. But for the emergencies, which most plumbing is, human beings. 
because human beings are going to have that empathy. They're going to be able to maybe calm you down a little bit, say, hey, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. We got this. Just give me your address. We'll be out there. AI, not so much. I understand that your toilet is not flushing. Is that correct? Yeah. Please repeat. Is that correct? Yeah. Was that a yes? Stuff like that. That would be a really bad AI, but whatever. <laughs> They're out there. So AI should be assisting the agent either with like pop-ups, depending on what the customer says, what the next best thing to say is, or with, you know, form filling things as the customer speaks, like instead of the agent typing in the address, the AI grabs it and puts it into the CRM itself. That would be kind of cool. Um, but as far as replacing agents, we're not anywhere near that. And I don't know if you can hear the sirens next to me, but they're there. And uh, that might be another place where we can just put AI. Now, I know this episode is going a little long for Caffeinated CX, but that's okay. That's all right. There's no time limits on this. Now, originally I wanted these to be timed for your coffee breaks, but you know what? Pour yourself another cup. Pour yourself another cup. Crack open another energy drink. Get yourself another line of pre-workout. Maybe. I forgot what I was going to say. So... I guess it doesn't matter. But, oh yes, I grew up in the 80s and 90s where we had really cool sci-fi movies about rogue AIs. The most common one is the Terminator series, which there are exactly two of those. So, rogue AI blows up the world, right? Creates robots that hunt people down and can time travel. Really cool stuff. One of my favorite movie series. Terminator 1, Terminator 2, there ain't no movies after that, right? Then, you know, The Matrix and uh, Johnny Mnemonic and stuff. William Gibson, the author, and his uh, Sprawl trilogy, which was, uh, you know, Neuromancer, Mona Lisa Overdrive, and Count Zero. That's not in the right order, but Neuromancer was the first one. Uh, really affected me as a teenager and young adult. So Neuromancer is probably still one of my favorite books. If you haven't read it, read it. Uh, he's the one that coined, William Gibson's the one that coined the phrase cyberspace and popularized the VR headset, escaping reality type thing. Now, <clears throat> everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people in the book series has cybernetic implants. So one person lost his arm, so he has a cybernetic robot arm, right? Or people replacing their eyes with cameras, stuff like that. So they're recording everything. There's a movie like that too. I forgot the name of it, but whatever, where everything was recorded and someone was hacking in and deleting recordings. So people thought people were crazy or causing people to see things that weren't there. Pretty good movie. If I remember the name of it, I'll put it down in the show notes, but... I probably won't, and I probably will forget that I even mentioned it. So, anyway, I think AI should be more like a cybernetic implant, right? Something that's there to assist the agent. Something that's there 
to help out, to make the agent's job easier. So, that's it. <laughs> that, that's all I'm getting at here, is AI is great when it's used correctly. When it's used correctly is when it's used as an assistant to the agent, the human agent. And I don't think it's anywhere near where people can start replacing agents with AI, even if it's a chat or a, a voice bot, because, well, it's, we're not there yet. And honestly, I don't think we're going to be there for a long time. Long time. Plus, you know, every time they do have a really good AI, the AIs always turn out to be a little racist. And you can look that up. Just type in racist AI into Google. You'll get a couple articles and it's uh, a little weird. A little weird. Why? Why? Why does that happen? We don't know. So, but AI is awesome used correctly. AI is a joke when it's not. And uh, companies that have .ai in their names that don't actually have AI, um, stop that. Stop that. You're ripping people off, right? So, stop. Stop. I'm not going to name any names. There are some really good AI companies out there, though. So, shout out to you. You know who you are. You know what you do. Keep on rocking in the free world. And don't let your AI bot become Skynet. That's all I'm going to ask. That's all I ask is don't let it become self-aware. Because we all know what happens. You get a six foot three jacked Austrian dude after you. And uh, he doesn't stop. He'll never stop. Wow. Okay. This has been Caffeinated CX. Signing out. Bye.